I'm Kat Chaos. And I'm Liz Gomez, also known as Hazy. And you're listening to Scary Scary Encounters Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Chaos. A podcast where we talk to some of our favorite bands and artists. As they share scary encounters they've experienced and live to tell. Hey, this is Aixa. And this is Nicolette from Go Betty Go, and you're listening to Scary Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Yes, we fucking love that song. What's up, ladies? Thanks for joining us. Woohoo! Woohoo! Thank you for having us. Oh, yeah. man, it's always a pleasure to work with you guys. So I'm super excited to hear your guys' stories for today. Um, hey, it, it breaks this quarantine routine. So thank you for having us, for sure. So uh, how are you guys doing, you know, speaking of all this quarantine stuff? We're doing good. Um, we we recently bought a house that's kind of like a little farm. And so we're very occupied with our chickens, and we have a band room. Um, and yeah, no, things, yeah, we can't complain. Yeah. And, and it's we've turned our quarantine life into kind of a little ranch life, like Nikki said. We have we have twelve chickens and a rooster. So when we're done working for the day, that's like our chores. Like we have to go water the, the garden and, and, and water the trees yeah. and make sure that the chickens crap was picked up i didn't know we were interviewing selena's i know (laughs) i was thinking the same thing all right it all it all kind of like just happened really like during all the chaos but it 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 ended up working out really well because now we we are very busy with the new home and it helps with like you know yeah it helps to have something to do something to do for sure so 2020 hasn't been that bad for you guys No, 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 no. I, I, I definitely, I can't complain. I know other yeah. people have it like way. Obviously, way it's awful to hear the news and to know what's happening and everything. But somehow we've, we've been able to, to definitely like keep our our life intact. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're just grateful. not doing much music because we, you know, we've only been playing live. Really, that's what had been keeping us busy as a band. Um, and it's and it's and it's hard with everybody having their own lives and you know being separate. So yeah. that's the only bummer. Like we haven't been able to do much music together. I mean, we've got together like at different times with different band members, but that's the one thing I'm definitely we'll just, missing. We put on like the songs that we like, and I still play the drums and I'll sing. So it's kind of like a karaoke. Oh, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that entertains us. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the band, how's Michelle and Betty? They're doing good. I know good. Michelle started doing um, to keep herself busy, so I think she went back to school online. Cool. So she wants to take advantage of this time and educate herself a little more. Nice. And then Betty's been working really hard too at, at the restaurant she works at, and she's just been lucky to be able to keep her job. And and everyone's just kind of like doing their you know their their day life stuff, and and luckily everybody's doing well. That's really awesome. But you know what? You guys got to get Michelle on the show later and ask her about the hidden car that's buried in the back of her house. Yeah. We've always asked her about that. It's like some car from the 70s or something that got buried in her backyard. Oh, I'm Michelle like, has the best story. Yeah, you guys got to yeah. talk to her and let her. But ask her about the buried car in her backyard. If I was her, I would have totally dug it up and, you know, to look for that body that's buried in there. <laughs> oh but, but 
I think he's just afraid of finding out if there really is a body there. <laughs> That's a lot of work. It's actually. a lot of work to dig up an antenna. Yeah. Or imagine if she dug it up and the spirit like gets like released. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the yeah. cartoon. No, but she, she, she has some good. Well, Michelle lives in a Victorian house here oh. in LA. Oh, wow. And it's a beautiful, beautiful house. It's that on a in a neighborhood with other Victorian houses and it's just such a pretty home and, and she's lived there for a long, long time and she has some really good ghost stories, some cool details in it. So yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll let her tell that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're definitely going to have to set an appointment. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's a, wow. You got me even more excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were going over the shows that we've done with you guys. Um, We've done LA Pop Art Riot at yeah. the Complex in Glendale. Remember that one? That one was dope. Yeah. Um, Tunes and Booze at the Airliner in LA. That one was cool. And then the next Tunes and Booze the next year at Wayfair in OC. Where, yeah. Where Nicolette had some art pieces in our gallery. Are you still creating? Are you not- oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, now with the new house, I've been, I've been putting up art all over the place and making new stuff and having fun. I'm kind of like in a southwestern theme these days, like just looking at like some cool like landscapes and stuff, and really um, learning a lot of new techniques, like with uh, with Photoshop, digital painting, and um, yeah, no, it's it's been great. I mean, having this time really kind of like allows me to to dive deeper in, in, in you know the art world. It's, it's, I'm having a good time. Yeah, nice. yeah, it's funny. Like she'll put something up and then like I'll go you know walk into the living room and it's like totally different from the day before yeah she's just like because she has the time and then her printer and she's just always like she changes her mind and just keeps changing everything and yeah and it's all cool stuff that's Man, so cool that kind of sounds like me living with cat chaos too <laughs> it's, it's a new painting it's always a new commission I swear um, if it wasn't for me helping out with dinner, she probably would never eat. <laughs> I literally, and I'd be a lot skinnier too. So oh, you no. look good. Girl. Don't worry. You look good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's never boring. It's always cool to see so much color and like imagination being brought to life. You know, it's really inspiring. I was like, man, you're really cool. <laughs> so. She's crazy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we look forward to seeing that work you've been working on, you know, like, uh, Definitely, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get your email address, and then I'll, I'll send you uh, JPEGs, and, and you just let me know what you want, and I'll, I'll make prints for you. Have you ever drawn the band before? That's funny. I um, I don't think I have. Yeah, no, I, I haven't, and that's, I've, that's, I should do that. No, didn't you do, like, little cartoons of us? I did, but I only did half of us. I oh. never finished that one. Okay, that's but, but, yeah. Man, I challenge you to finish that. Okay. <laughs> and I'll buy it because that sounds really cool. Okay. <laughs> and we'll definitely share it on our feed. So. Oh, definitely. Oh, yes. yes. Speaking of sharing, who's sharing their first scary encounter with us? Oh, yeah. So, um, okay. So this story starts 10 years ago when um, I found myself able and, and, you know, wanting to live on my own for the first time. Um, and so I set off looking for an apartment and right away, you know, I, I see just from walking around on the streets and actually I was scoping out another apartment in the neighborhood of, um, MacArthur Park, which in 
if you if you're from LA or know about LA, you know, or spend time here, you might know of it. It's it, it's kind of a seedy place, uh, but it has a, a long history. MacArthur Park, um, probably in the Victorian era, they they put in this really beautiful, glamorous park with like a lake, and all the buildings around it were really high end and beautiful. And so you have a lot of like really pretty architecture that spans from like you know. Victorian all the way, you know, well, obviously to modern times, but a lot of, a lot of buildings built in like the late twenties into like the forties. So you have that like very LA confidential, like noir kind of style, like uh, apartment buildings that have their, their, you know, the title of the, of the apartment on top, like big, you know, the signage and stuff and a lot of really beautiful tiles and, and like art deco, you know, architecture and it's really like beautiful you know details and stuff Very but, um, right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and so you know that neighborhood at one point was very glamorous and very high-end but probably like in the 80s or even 70s I don't know because I wasn't around then but um but it it, it became it became a kind of down and out neighborhood like you know um just just from like I don't know. I don't know why. Um, something about the... It well, seems like all the buses take you there. Like, it's a very yeah, transitional it's a, it's a transition hub, but also, I mean, you know, things happen at the time where people were, like, moving up to the suburbs. Right. Like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I guess you're so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, so... Um, so, anyway, um, when I see the apartment, the it's in the process of, of um, you know, trying to fix it up and everything, and the neighborhood is kind of, like, in transition, you know, it seems like there are some places, you know, really cleaning up and, and you know, um, trying to get people in, and then, you know, with mixed in with, like, you know, all kinds of cool, classic things, you know, um, but anyway, so um, I... When I see the apartment, I loved it. I thought it was really beautiful. It was like a nice, it's, the building is, is called Nob Hill Towers, and it was built in 1929. It had this little um, uh, uh, lobby that went into like an elevator that you would like slide open, you know, and it was like, uh, you know, very classic 1920s, 30s, like apartment and everything. And, um, and I go up to see the, the vacant unit and, um, it's, it's this incredible corner apartment, like studio apartment. And it's got these gigantic windows and lots of space. And, you know, for, for like that being my first apartment, it was perfect because it had tons of closet space, um, just beautiful lighting and everything. Um, but it wasn't ready for me because um, I guess that, well, according to the manager, the tenant who had lived there before, he lived there for 20 years and he was a hoarder and he was a little bit crazy. So they really wanted to like gut it and clean it and make sure it was you know perfect and they were going to paint it and put in new tile and everything. So I had time to look around to see if I could find a better apartment, which Especially to my mother, she would have preferred because she didn't want me in MacArthur Park, <laughs> a girl alone. But, um, so, you know, I would look around and I never found anything as nice as that apartment. And so finally when it was available, I took it. 
and I was super happy when I moved in, you know, um, spent that weekend, like, putting everything in place, and uh, Monday morning came around, and um, and that was another good thing about that place, is that I could, I could uh, ride my bike to work, you know, so I, I take off to work, and, and when I come home, I noticed that the door wasn't locked, and so... I, I was like, God damn, like, I can't be doing that. I live alone now. Like, you know, that's, that's not cool. It's uh, just in this neighborhood. I shouldn't be leaving the door unlocked. And so, you know, the next day I made sure to lock the door before, I, you know, I leave. And, and uh, when I come home from work, again, the door is not locked. Mm-hmm. So by the third day that this happens, because it happens like three days straight, I called my the manager and I said, hey, Ed, are you guys going into my apartment? Because I, you know, you, it, you need to tell me if you're going to do that. And, you know, that's not cool, blah, blah, blah. And he, and he was like, I assure you, we would never go into your place without you knowing first. And, no, you know, I'm the only one with the key. Nobody else has the key. But, you know, just to be safe, like, we'll replace all of the, all the locks and everything. And so, sure enough, yeah, they replaced all of the locks. I even installed a, a deadbolt. And that night when I'm falling asleep, I made sure everything was locked. I hear click. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was, like, too scared to actually go and check to see what happened. But sure enough, when I woke up the next day, the, overnight, it had it had unlocked. But because I had installed a deadbolt, the deadbolt stayed. But the deadbolt was something that I installed, too. So I don't know. That was kind of funny. So that creeped me out big time, and I started. That's when I started kind of suspecting that maybe the last tenant hadn't exactly left. Um, and so I started asking around with the neighbors to see like what was the story behind his, you know, being there or whatever. And he was he was a man in his sixties who who was not he wasn't well, you know. Let's just say that like he had probably like OCD. Um, he was a hoarder, he was very isolated, he didn't seem to have any friends, but his parents would come, like, once a month and help him clean in his apartment, and his parents were, like, in their 80s, so I don't know how much they could have helped him, but one day, after 20 years of living there, um, I think he had a heart attack and, and passed away. He didn't pass away in the apartment, but he passed away in the doctor's or the hospital having, you know, while he was living there. So, um, I, in the meantime, I'm like, okay, you know, all right, there might be another person here in the spirit world, but, you know, this is my place. I love it. You know, I was having so much fun. You know, I'd have parties. We would have band classes. I could walk to work. You know, it was very well located. You know, I was near, like, Echo Park, and we'd go to the shows there, and bars and this and that and so I, I, there was no way I was going to give up that place you know ghost or no ghost but he tried he sure tried to uh, kind of like go, like um, Beetlejuice where where the ghosts are kind of trying to scare you away like that's what he was he would do to me you know things like um, I would clean my whole place you know just in one go where everything gets put away. I wash this and that, whatever. And, and once I'm finally done, I walk into the living room and on the middle of the table, there's this blue cup 
And I know that I didn't put it there. You know, I, I lived alone. It's just like, ah! <laughs> so that happened. Um, and then there was this one time when Ike and I were, were writing songs in, it basically was a studio with a kitchen that you couldn't see from the living room. You have to like walk through a, a doorway to get to. Um, and so we're, we're in the living room areas playing. We were writing it haunts you now probably. And, um, and all of a sudden we hear this like crazy crash. Yeah, like a bunch of pots and pans had just fallen down. Oh, wow. And then we, we head over to the kitchen to be like, what the hell happened? And nothing was, like, nothing had fallen. And that was but, we had, had, but we had heard, like, a very obvious crash of pots and pans. Yeah, it was, a, it was as if someone took all of the pots and pans and threw them on the floor at once. It was a crazy sound. Yeah. And that... And it wasn't the normal sound that, that would happen. It that had never happened before. It never happened afterwards. I never could I could never hear my neighbors. The walls were really thick. Yeah, there were brick walls that So it was anything. so strange, so strange. And then one time he came home to the boot print. Oh, right. Well man. I have a season. Yeah, yeah. So uh, often it's like that was like the perfect room to rehearse in because if you can't really was. You said it was an apartment? Yeah, it was oh, an apartment. Band practice? That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we it sounds like maybe he was more of a rap fan, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, they were really, really thick brick walls, so we could get away with it, being that it was an old building. Nice. Yeah. I mean, we didn't play that loud. Either right, or, or too late or anything. Yeah. But, yeah, we were still down in my place. I mean, out of all of our homes, mine was the most capable of that. Well, you were in the center of town, too, probably. Right, right. Yeah. So something that I, that would happen very, very often is I'd be coming home, you know, past sunset, and I and as I'm walking up to my place, I can see my window, and all the lights are on. Oh, no. And then, and then I get to my house, I open the door, and they're off. And so it would freak me out because I, I would think, oh, my gosh, somebody's here. And often I would call the manager to be like, someone in my apartment, can you please touch? <laughs> oh, I have a question. Did you have an attic? Oh no! Um, no, I was on the fifth floor of of the building, and there was I think altogether like seven or eight floors. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah, but it was cool. I got to see the the penthouse upstairs. Oh man, that that building is beautiful. The apartments are really pretty. Um. So yeah, one one day, uh, oh, I would always have Fourth of July parties because um, on the roof you can see like the whole city, and there'd be incredible like fireworks going on everywhere and stuff and so we'd have these like really fun parties and this one time you know it, it was late and and there were some people over and um and I was I was just telling the story of, of the man who lives in my house that I can't see basically when uh when all of a sudden like the keys started jangling by themselves and everybody wow. saw it oh wow yeah, I mean, that was kind of the cool thing is that, like, when he would make himself known, it, I wasn't alone, you know, like, it would happen with other people around, so that made me feel less crazy, yeah. and um, and also because it's really scary to be alone when, like, things are happening like that, like, you know, I mean, the, the cup in the living room was, like, a little startling, but, it, you know, I think if the keys would have started shaking by themselves while I was home alone, I don't know if I would have actually stay there but well it sounds like he wasn't like mean he was just like 
<sighs> you know, this is my house. Yeah, so. wanting a central- but I don't want to feel yeah. about that bad, you know? <laughs> right, right. You know, it was that kind of thing. It was like, I'm here. I'm annoyed, but, you know, like, but I, I don't want to hurt you. Right, right. It was that kind of vibe. Um, yeah. And then, so the, the weirdest thing that ever happened, which if anybody out there has a story like this, I'm, I'm very curious because I've never heard of this happening before. Um, I, at one point was taking care of a cat, uh, cause my friend was out of town and I was taking care of his cat. And, um, and so I come home from work and I clean up the kitty litter, clean up the bathroom. And then, you know, it was a Thursday night and I, so I went to a bar with some friends, which was for a little bit because it was a school night and I had to come home. Um, so I come home and like, you know, an hour and a half, two hours later. And so I go to the bathroom to check to see if the, if the cat had, you know, done its business. And, um, and I see that my, okay, it's kind of hard to explain. The toilet seat cover was down and there were, there was two footprints on the toilet seat cover. Oh, no. And the, they looked like boots. I didn't have the shoes. I looked underneath all my shoes, and it was not a shoe that I had. Um, and the way that the boot prints were, like, positioned, it was, like, as if a, a person had been standing on the toilet with their back to the wall. Yes. Super weird. Like, not just, like, standing on the toilet but with their back to the wall. Because, like, if you think about it, if you're going to, like, stand up on a toilet, you're going to have your back to the room. Yeah. Right? It's just weird, like, why would you have your back to the wall? It's just bizarre. And why why weren't there footprints anywhere else? What? It was just on the toilet. Was it? So weird. Was it, I mean, dirt? Was it muddy or what? Like? It was, like, a black set. Like, oh. like almost like ash or, um, was he cremated? Ooh, that's a good question. Probably. When you said ash, I thought that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So weird. I mean, I, I kind of wish I had access to like someone scientific so that way I can maybe get studied like what that was. Yeah. I, I cleaned it up and just pretended like it didn't happen because it was really crazy. Did you do any research or anything? Like. You know, like if it's happened to anybody on the on the internet, or the oh, building, um, or the building, yeah. I couldn't find anything. No. I mean, I asked around, and it's just such a strange occurrence. Like, wow. I don't know of anybody that's ever ha- had that happen to them. Super weird. Wow. Yeah, and then you you talk to like a psychic at a party or something, right? Right. So I'll do that. Yeah, what he was doing. So, um. A little, I was there for almost two years, and in those two years, like, a good handful of things happened, but then towards the end of those two years, it was summertime, I went to a party um, of a friend of mine who, I don't really know her friends, uh, I just know her, and um, and I was introduced to this girl who, um, lo and behold, was a medium, and um, and we were chatting and everything, and I was and I told her, oh my god, how cool you're a medium! Like I, I, I have a million questions, and she and she was kind of insinuated. She's like, yeah, you and I should have a session, wow. and um, and I was like, yeah, I'd love to, you know. And so as the party went on, eventually she says to me, like, I, I, I just have to do this now because it's kind of overwhelming. Wow. 
but there's a man who's following you and he's really mad at you. And it has to do with your apartment because he, he has OCD and he's really annoyed by the way that you put your things away. <laughs> that, wow. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so he's living with cat. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're living like that. <laughs> oh my god it was me all along <laughs> plot twist i know and she didn't know me she didn't know anything about me like and she was able to, to sort of and then she she was able to sort of describe the layout of my apartment and, and explain that especially in the kitchen it was really angry at i just the way that i had put things and that that the corners didn't align that like he wanted me to to if I'm gonna put something down and put something next to it that that, that they need to align somehow oh, wow. because it's just some you know yeah it's all the OCD that OCD guy has in his head yeah um Did she so it kind of broke my heart a little bit I felt bad you know like like how how like how how frustrating for him you know um and I asked her I was like you know he he has now the opportunity to go off into the the universe I don't know whatever what spirits do after they die like why is he stuck in my apartment you know like what is it that won't let him you know move on or whatever and she said you know the way that people are during when they're alive is the same as when they're dead and so he just feels like he wants to be home he just you know he feels like that's his home still so I don't know I felt I felt kind of sad for him because um, I don't know what it's like to, to you don't know, know what it's like to be dead well <laughs> to be dead or to have lived a life like that so isolated and, and with issues you know um, so I tried to be a little bit more compassionate uh, and and you know whatever like I didn't I didn't feel I mean I felt I felt kind of protective over my face but at the same time like I, I don't know I tried to sort of understand I got a kitten and um, actually that kind of made a big difference. Like once I had her, like I felt a little bit less of his presence. I don't, I don't know why. Like I just, it, it, it seems like the tension eased up a little bit. Um, and then shortly after that, um, we found a house in Burbank with my sister and we, and we moved out. I moved out. And, um, before I left, I, I said, you know, this is goodbye. I'm leaving. I, you know, I don't know who's going to live here after me. Um, but you need to understand that people are going to be in the space. If it's not me, it'll be somebody else. And, and, um, because you're you're not you're not alive anymore, and and this isn't this isn't yours anymore, and you need to like understand that. Um, and so in my new house, he did. He he would open the doors. He followed me mm-hmm. for later, or maybe it was someone else. Yeah, because we 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 would um we would lock everything up and and go do but our thing. That happened only a little bit. When we it only me. happened like twice, but yeah. So I feel like he followed us for a little while. Mm-hmm. After that, yeah, yeah, never experienced anything odd. Right. Well, my husband says I can see shadows mm-hmm. once in a while, Stand but, but I've never seen. Yeah. I've never seen shadows. Yeah. Oh no! Did oh. you ever? Did you ever like sage the house or like yeah. cleanse it and it just 
Maybe because he was. Yeah, it didn't work. You know, maybe because the evil spirit. He was just. He wasn't an no, evil I, spirit. I never felt any negative. No. To the point where, like, I felt threatened, scared, or anything. Not at all. But that's a whole different uh, playing field. Yeah. So when you when you spoke to him, did you say it out loud, or did you kind of mentally? Well, I I did have to say a couple times. So you know, when when he when he would unlock the door that last time, um, you know, when I finally changed all my faults and 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 the locks and everything, I said out loud before I went to work. Um, it's not cool for you to do that anymore. I'm a girl alone. This is not a good neighborhood. You need to stop doing this. And he never did that again. Oh. He didn't? No. He wouldn't do other things, but he but he stopped oh, unlocking yeah. my door. Oh. Yeah. Oh. He was oh. probably just playing <laughs> tricks on you. He was a prankster. Yeah. yeah he just the door and then he beef. realized, like, oh, shit, I'm scaring her. Let oh. me stop. You know oh. what? Right. <laughs> yeah. I want her to be here, but I don't want to put her in danger <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. And there's something weird that he did too. We, um, I had my friend Nina over and, um, she was making soup. Um, and so, you know, had put the, the pot over the, the fire and, you know, we were just waiting for it to boil and, you know, good 10 minutes later, she goes back to check on it and the fire had been turned off, like where she had the, the pot and then it was turned on on another burner. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Weird stuff. My <laughs> like Casper. Yeah, Casper. Casper, the He's just playing pranks, you know? Yeah, he's just playing pranks. Oh my gosh. And then actually I was reading uh, the, one of the journal entries that, that from when I lived there, and I wrote, I don't remember this, but I wrote that, um, that, that, the night I say the night last night I um I couldn't fall asleep because I could I could hear someone in the kitchen walking around and moving things around. Oh no! <laughs> ah, that's so creepy. <laughs> no. imagine, imagine if one day you re- you just straight up said, you know what, you have OCD. Okay, do what you want with the place, and you woke up and everything was completely. Different. Oh my god. <laughs> God, that would be crazy. All your bitches were just like lined up in a weird way. Oh my God. Not weird, like coordinated and everything. <laughs> Damn, that does sound like me, huh? Yeah, it does. <laughs> a, a, a gay designer ghost. <laughs> oh my God. That's cool. You're so right. I'm going to do that. Like, this is great. Please, keep coming back. Oh my God. Stay forever. <laughs> I love it. What was your kitty's name, by the way? I didn't what? Want to, I didn't want to interrupt you, but what was your kitty's name? Oh, the kitty, Memer. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, male or female? Uh, she's a girl. Oh, Memer. I love that. The little pretty mamas. <laughs> pretty Memer. <laughs> Sorry. We- she's here. She's here. She's here somewhere. No yeah, way. She's probably here. She's a lady kitty. Should we have our yeah. kids FaceTime? right now where is she <laughs> oh she's my right cat's here. right under us looking at us oh yeah what the hell are you doing she's our editor who are you let's see let's your editor is, is she gonna want to be picked up or not taking a nap oh i can get her no, she's see. she's ready oh my god she's so cute <laughs> i was like Aww. i've been replaced <laughs> she's 
she's a very poofy white kitty with a with a smashed face and, and she's a, little, a Persian. Oh, what a pretty yeah, kitty! She's a, a Persian rag doll. Oh, mm-hmm. she's so cute. And what's her name? Her name's Dahlia, but <laughs> oh, that's a good name. But we don't call her that. Her name's Pooper. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you say Dahlia? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you, Do you know the story of the Black Dahlia? Yep. Heck yeah. Why? What do you have to tell me? Tell me. Oh yeah, no. Um, there's one. Of, that's one of my favorite ghost stories. Is I guess it's in the. I think it's the Biltmore Hotel in the '80s. There's a man who swears that as he was going up the elevator, that the elevator opens up and this girl walks in and he notices that, that she's wearing like 1940s clothes and she looks kind of confused and bewildered and just sort of looking around like, you know, like she's not sure what floor she should be on or whatever. And she actually like, she comes into the elevator, the doors stay open and then she walks out. And then the elevator doors close, and and he, he and he goes on, and he says that you know a little while later he he, he found like a, a a newspaper that had a picture in it, and he was like, oh my god, that's the girl that I saw. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. so. That's your favorite, you know, murder. Oh well, I I love that building. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. And uh, and to think that well, they, they say that she had a drink there the night that she got murdered. disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Did you go? Have so a it could be. <laughs> what? Let's all go have a drink once this is over. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh I love the bar there. Nice. We have to go. Murdered. Heck yeah. yeah. Don't get murdered. <laughs> I love how you're right there in the background, just like. <laughs> I, I told you to make the one with the, with the ghost story. Yeah, those were awesome. And you're very detailed. <laughs> I can, like, picture your apartment, mm-hmm. how it looks, everything. You're so good at telling stories. It's crazy. If you look up Nob Hill Towers, you'll see it. Nice. Did you ever, do you know his name? I would get his mail. And so I had his name and everything. And um, he, he was a, a man that at one point went to community college, but he never did anything. I think his dad was some sort of baseball player or something. The well, how do you, well, the neighbors would call oh, the neighbors. Yeah. How do you they would, they, they tell, they tell me that he would just scream all oh, night long. Wow. Yeah. He wasn't well. So no wonder he was so like troubled and, 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 you know, still hanging out because he just wasn't, I don't know, something, something, something off. Yeah. Bothered him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so sad. And what about, what about you girls? Have you ever seen a ghost? Oh my goodness! We, oh my yeah. goodness! We've had a couple moments. But. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we started this podcast because we love scary shit, like good scary shit, you know. And one day we listened to like my favorite murder. I don't know if you guys have listened. Right. To that podcast. Oh yeah, I, I love I love that show. Serial oh, yeah. killers and. Yes, you know. serial killers, uh, I think, up and vanished. Yeah, there's just so many, you know. And so yeah. so one day, I'm like, you know what, though? I want to hear one about, like, real scary stories. Like, we hear about murders and stuff, and, you know, and I'm looking them up, looking them up, and I'm like, I can't find anything good. And the ones I did find were kind of cheesy, you know. But, I mean, if anybody has any to recommend to us, we're more than open to oh, yeah. to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. If anybody's <laughs> listening right now and has a good one, 
please message us. Shoot like it. we want to hear. We're going to binge it tonight. I couldn't find anything. So I was like, Dude, yeah. And I told did, you, did you hear um, Jim Harold's campfire story? No. That was pretty good. He, yeah, he, he has people call in and they tell their firsthand experiences and it all depends on the caller, you know, oh, but there are some good ones. It's almost like you just have to listen to all of them to get to the good ones. But the best one of all is, is Spooked by um, Snap Judgment. And they only do their episodes around Halloween time, oh. but they, they tend to do them more and more. But definitely listen to uh, to that. Those, that's those are really good because they, they, they're narrated by people who have gone through the experience. Plus, they do a kind of like soundtrack, you know, to it. It's very well uh, edited and, nice. and produced. So that one's the best. Okay. Nice. Gotta check that out for sure. Yeah, we're, so, we're over here writing them down. Cause, yeah. Like I said, we, we found some, but they just didn't float my boat really. When I was looking at work one day and... And I came home, I was like, God, I couldn't find anything, anything good. Like we have stories, you know, and we thought, well, what the hell? Why don't we just make our own podcast? And we know kind of, we know some cool people. Maybe they have some too, you know, like, and we came up with the idea and we thought, dude, everybody has something scary that's happened to them in their lives. Like any, even a nightmare, like, you know, you said you were a serial killer. I hate to hear about that too. Yeah, that's next. Right now. That's next. Actually, let me yeah. stop talking because I want to hear your story now. Please. <laughs> well, my I always have dreams that I guess would be someone else's nightmare, where I'm the serial killer. But um, I think it's because, like we said earlier, I, I was watching too much Dexter, or I'll watch very violent things, and then um, my my whole thing is always how do I get rid of the body and like still live my normal <laughs> life and not get caught. So one of, one of the things was I, I dumped the body like in a lagoon and the alligators ate it. Oh, so that was, perfect. that was super crazy. Yeah. No, no evidence at all. Alligator um, yeah. Tell the story of the picture that we said along the road. Oh, okay. After, after. Serial killer. Oh, when we were in the South. Oh, Nikki's yeah. already moving me on to something else. But, um, no, Nicolette was remembering um years ago when we were touring in i think it was in the state of alabama so we're you know in the deep south and we had a digital camera so we take a picture it you know just in the middle of the it was late at night or was it late at night or it was at night yeah and as soon as we snap that picture we see in in the um, you know in the playback on it we see two images of like two people crossing the the road um, very ghostly images, kind of like a silhouette. Like yeah, a, like and they shadow. definitely were not there. It was just, it was just a picture that we were taking. You know, like an apparition. I think I was driving, and they and looked like else. they were in like pilgrim clothes or no, something, right? Now or no, like, I maybe something from like the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, so she had so, a hat on. Yeah, but anyway, they definitely were like from a different time. But the crazy thing is that that picture we all passed along, and we're all tripping out on it, and then it just like disappeared. And that's why we don't have that picture. So that's oh. kind of a lame story because you're like, oh, well, where's the picture to prove it? And we, we just remember because we all saw it. Like everybody in the yeah. van and our, and our crew guy, he saw it and we were all tripping out on it. And then the picture just disappeared. It's like it purposely didn't want to exist or something. Yeah. So but we definitely saw something, you know, creepy and like it just seemed like something from another, another time for sure. And being that the deep south has so, so much history. Um, we definitely, there was something 
kind of creepy about that that highway we were on too. This is where the artist comes in handy, and she can draw what she saw. Right. Yeah, right. And make a picture. Because I was just going to ask you, do you have that picture? Can we post it? No, unfortunately, we don't. Because that's that was just the weird thing about it. Like no one, you know, no one deleted it. We definitely wanted to keep it, but it it, just, it disappeared. But we do have another picture of of when we went to the Winchester Mansion years ago on a family trip. And we, we, we took a picture out, like, in the gardens. It was a picture of Nicolette, my little brother. And, um, and you can see in the, in the back windows of the house, like, on the second story, you just see faces, which, at first glance, you think they could be clouds. Like, it could be the reflection of the clouds on the glass. But you start realizing that it's too coincidental because you start seeing, like, six, seven different types of faces. That, like I said, at first looks like they could be the clouds, but you start like actually seeing. And again, Winchester has a, a very dark history uh, with people that you know were killed uh, from the Winchester guns, like during the Civil War, and you know we're talking about like the mid 1800s and, and and on. So all these images, there you could tell they're like they're dressed in old clothing. Um, they just look like something out of the 1800s. So that it's such a tribute. To yeah, that we do have the picture of Boston. Send you that. It yeah. It's a small picture, so you yeah. have to kind of zoom in. But but they're definitely like knowing to look for it. You see something very odd in the window. Yeah. Well, we and then aside from that photo, something else that that happens is um, we we don't have it anymore. We well, my sister just sold it. But at one point, we we had a cabin up near Big Bear, and um, I but. There was a ghost there. It never made itself known. Nothing major ever happened, but I definitely felt it. Um, I think Nicholas is more sensitive to these things because I never felt anything. It was definitely in my room. Uh, and there was this one time where I did notice something got knocked over without anybody touching it, but, you know, whatever. I was willing to see it. But we installed some cameras um, just so it would, you know, be a... a security while we weren't there because we it was just a vacation home and um and the you know movement turned it on at one point and you see just like an empty room and all of a sudden in the corner you see um something dark like move like this like a black shadow yeah basically just a, a shadow kind of move up and then move down. And that's a video that we can we can show you guys. Nice. Yeah, it's really quick and, and, and it's it's a little hard to see, but if you focus in you definitely see it. Yeah. See dark shadows, those kind of trip me out because I saw them a lot when I was a kid. A lot. And I never told anybody though. I never told my parents. I never told friends. I just kind of accepted it, you know? Actually I don't think I've told my parents till this day so now they're gonna know but yeah I would just constantly see dark huge shadows like run past me like in my perf or we would be driving and I'd see a big dark shadow on the side of the highway like huge like as big as a light pole like huge wow yeah and I and I was a little kid I just kind of look I could barely see over the the you know the door the window and I would just look at it like what is that and I'd kind of follow it and I'd keep looking and I remember one time I kept, I wa- I followed it as the car passed it and I got up and I looked over cause I was so small. I looked over the, the back seat and it was standing in the middle of the road. It's a huge dark shadow. So when you, they kind of, you know, 
I have a history with them and I don't see them anymore, but I grew up seeing them a lot. Uh, okay. So Kat and I have lived together for a couple years now. Uh-huh. Um, and we were at our old roommate's house, right? So, um, we were all by, our, by ourselves and, um, you know, we were oh, play fighting, yeah. you know, we we're just oh, yeah. joking around, you know, like, what's up, homie, you know, I was whatever. kicking her ass. I was no, kicking her ass. Doesn't. She likes us. Right. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to tag you in. What'd you see? Oh, so I was, fa- we were home alone and where my room was, it was a, a long, dark hallway just, and if no one's home, if no lights are on, it's just a long hallway. And at the end of the hallway is like an entryway. Okay. And on the left side is the door, is the front door. And on the right side is the, is the living room. So like she said, we were home alone and we were just messing around, whatever. And, and then I'm facing the door, the door's open and she's facing me. And I'm like in that stance, like, she's in the stance, (laughs) ready to attack. Like, you know, and I looked at her and we're having a good time having, you know, laughing, whatever. And then all of a sudden I froze in my tracks and I looked at her and I said, close the door right now. Just close it. And she's like, what, what, no, no. Like wanting to play, you know? And I'm like, like, you're lying. Yeah, you're lying. I'm kicking your, I'm like, just, and I, every ounce of fun just got sucked out of me. I said, yeah. close the fucking door right now. We closed the, the bedroom door, locked it. And I go, dude, I just saw. Oh, you're right. I did see it. I just said I haven't. I don't see him anymore, but I did. Yeah, I did. saw a huge shadow walk from the front door. I mean, huge. Like it was like bending over like it couldn't even fit. Her. Yeah. Walk from the front door across the hallway into the living room. Just so, so behind me like that. Behind her. Wow. You know, and it was just long. It almost looked like, you know, that story, the Slender Man. I hate it, but right. it kind of looked like that. And I just, it just, it didn't even look at us or anything. It just kind of floated across and we didn't come out of the room until someone came home and I said, oh, hell no, forget it. But like a, like a, a tall human figure or a blobby shadow? It was a figure. It wasn't like blurry. Yeah, yeah. It was freakishly tall, you know, like too tall to be. But would you say it was like humanoid, like like you can make out legs and an arm and a head, or was it just like a a blob? Well, because she was in front of me, I only kind of saw. I didn't see the like from the waist down, but I saw from the waist up, and I saw shot. I mean, I saw um shoulders. The neck, wow. the, the head, but it didn't look like some like an intruder was coming in. You know, it didn't. Right. It looked like a like a. I don't know. It was just crazy. That was pretty crazy. Wow, you reminded me that I, I guess I do still see them. It's crazy. Were the proportions like human? They were. Um, That's a good question. Like I said, they looked like Slenderman. It looked like like Slenderman, like right. Slenderman. Yeah, like just yeah. super long, like drastically, like. Like is something so something creepy. I would draw, like something kind of aided and creepy. It was like that, you know. And oh my god! And then when our roommate got home, we were like, "Go check the." She was like the man of the house. She was our our Sarah? husband. Yeah, we'd be like, Sarah, "Sarah, we saw something. Go check." And she'd be like, "Oh my gosh!" And she'd look around and nothing. Sarah, so, there's a spider. Yeah, spider. <laughs> she got everything for us, but, but yeah, that, was, that was pretty yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Have Have you ever played with the Ouija board? Ooh. <laughs> I, one time for me but it, it didn't do anything nothing at no, all nothing um no our our friends got it and um 
you know, we tried it. We're outside, which later on in I life. I wasn't there, by the way. No, she wasn't. <laughs> this is in high school. So I later in life learned that, um, I guess, playing the Ouija board outside is super dangerous. Mm. Instead of oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because oh. when you're outside, you, you don't know what kind of, like, things you can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, inside, too. It's all scary. Yeah. <laughs> Easy board. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but no, thank God, you know, nothing happened. You know, my mom always prays to the Virgin Mary for me. So. Oh, my goodness. God. Yeah, I'm going to say that's what it was. But we didn't see anything. And I think that Ouija board stayed in our music band room in high school. Mm-hmm. So I haven't heard from it since. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. And Kat, did you? Dude, I spent all of my high school years wanting to so bad. Like, since some little, like, I mean, I was weird, but I wasn't like super dark like that. I'm very curious about shit like that. And my mom always told me, you better not fucking do that. Bring it in this house. You know, go Mexican mom. And I'm like, okay, mom, I won't. So I never, but. You're a good girl. I was a good girl. I never did it. Right. But after high school, I still wanted, I was curious. I was just so curious. Like, cause I have a lot of, there's been a lot of death in my family, you know? So I, I'm like. I can't really afford to see a really good medium. So maybe a Ouija board's easier, you know, like it's just, it's just, I got kind of desperate, I guess. And so um, I got my hands on one. Finally, I never had the opportunity. And so my um, I remember my friend's uncle was like, hey, I have a I have a glow in the dark Ouija board. I have never even opened it. Do you want it? I know you're into weird shit. And I was like, my eyes lit up because I was like, and I was already an adult. And um, and I'm all, yes, yes, please, right? Like I said, unopened in the plastic. And I took it home. I was in Vegas at the time. Took it back to California and I got it out of my trunk. I sat it down and I sat in front of it. I was by myself. And um, all of a sudden I felt this feeling in me, like every ounce of curiosity I had just like the fun earlier, it got sucked out of me completely. And I just got overwhelmed with like fear and regret. And it was ugly. It was very, very ugly. And I never even opened it. It was still in the plastic. I did. It was just right in front of me. That was it, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I got it. And I was like, shit, I don't know what to do with it now. Like (laughs) I'm not going to leave it in the house, you know? And it was uh, my house at the time. So it wasn't my mom, (laughs) but, um, and I, I remember I drove to like a grocery store and I dumped it in the dumpster there. But then I thought, shit, that's bad too. What if somebody gets it? You know, like, and then I felt terrible. But, but yeah, I never, no. To answer your question, I always have <laughs> two. I, Kennedy, and then I fucking doubt. I don't know yeah. what it was. Honestly, you know what I think it was? I'm an angel. Yeah, look at her. I, I honestly think it was all the people that I was so desperate to speak to. My grandma, my nephew, yeah. my friends from high school had passed they were protecting me, you know, they were probably right next to me and they were probably like, dude, no, don't do that. You know? And they like, they like almost like a shield, like a protective shield. They reach out in other ways for sure. Yeah. 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 That's my story about that. I've never done it. No. (laughs) So I, I experimented once and, um, and like you said, like, you know, outside is, is a pretty crazy thing to do. So not only was I outside, but I went to Suicide Bridge oh, in Pasadena. Do you guys know that bridge? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah, well, I guess like, you know, especially um, during the, the Great Depression, a lot of people jumped off that bridge and ever since then, I mean, they even had to like gate it up because they, there were yeah, so many people so jumping fair. off. Um, so I, I was bored one Friday night with my, with my friend Nina, who I mentioned earlier, um, and, um, and we went to Suicide Bridge and busted out the Ouija board. And I was so scared, so scared, even before anything happened. And as soon as we touched it, that thing was going crazy. It was moving around like super sporadically. And and I was just like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And I basically ran away as fast as I could. Because, yeah. So wow. it was just going, hey, you were touching it though, or was it? I was touching it. Okay. It was just the two of us. And, and, um, and as soon as we touched it, it was just moving like, like crazy. And we didn't even get to ask a question or anything. Cause I chickened out so hard. I don't blame you. <laughs> That's oh my so God. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if you would have went through with it? I wonder what. Oh no. I don't want to imagine. I don't want to. <laughs> You're crazy. Oh yeah. That was not. I'm never gonna yeah, do I would again. never do that, especially because you know that place. Oh, and actually, now that I think of it, if this happened to my little brother and his and our cousin's son, there's three dudes. Um, they're in their early twenties, driving. You know, probably home from a Saturday night out and about. Um, our our cousin's son, his name is Juan. Uh, he he's the youngest of the three, and he was sitting in the back seat. And they're going through Suicide Bridge. Um, and he doesn't know anything about it. He's from Argentina visiting. And he says that he saw the figure of, of a person, but, but all black. It, it, was, it happened really quickly. And, and he didn't get a good look aside from seeing the silhouette of somebody do this. But they basically run across the street so suddenly that he felt like the car would have hit it, but there was no thump. And and Juan was in the back seat. Chris and my brother are in the front seat, and they don't react at all. And so Juan gets startled because he's just like, oh, my God, you guys, did you see that? And they're like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, we just hit somebody. And he's turning around to see, like, you know, who was there or whatever. And there was nobody, and he was the only one to see this figure run across the street. And um, lo and behold, they're on Suicide Bridge. He had no idea of the history of the place or anything. Wow. I want to go now. I've never been, actually. Yeah. Man, the it's camera. really cool. Yeah. My it's niece, a pretty bridge. My niece was telling, my, niece, my old, is she 16? She was telling me about it. Have you ever been? And I was like, I haven't. Actually, no. You know, and she's like, oh, I want to go. Will you take me? Yeah, let's go. You know? Yeah. <laughs> my, my niece is all into this. It's nice. I mean, during the day, you could, there's like a little park on one end, and you can you can see there's a, a really beautiful building um, that where, you, where when you're standing on the bridge, you can see it. It's a cool spot to go scope out. Yeah. Very, like, historical. Pasadena is gorgeous. Oh the God. buildings of Pasadena are so pretty. Yeah, that actually kind of reminds me of a story that I had um where I saw some, well, it wasn't just me, it was me and, like, three other friends on my birthday. I had just turned 21, and mm. it was on the side of the 10, uh, oh, no. 10 freeway, but I'm going to save that for another day. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, but um, what? what I really wanted to talk about is, uh, Aixa, um Kat shared a little something oh. with me that you also had a story, you know, that involved... Um, oh, with, with my dog? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. Well, that was a trip, too, because um, he had just died the day before. He's a little old dog. And so we were in the car, and he would always love to just sit on our lap, you know? And so my husband just takes a picture, and we have our other dog with us, who's obviously still alive. But then it just seemed, it was such a trip, because when you look back at the picture, it's like you see our dog that had just passed away the day before, like, sitting on our lap. And, um... Yeah, and it was really, like, as soon as we saw her, like, holy crap, like, like, he's still around us, you know? It's like, but it, but it only happened once, you know? And it was just when, when, like I said, like, pretty much the day after he died. So I don't know if that just means, you know, pets, you know, just like humans, like, their spirits linger around and, and they want to hang out just a little while longer, especially because he's so attached to me and he always wanted to, to be on my lap and be, be near me. I mean, you know how pets are. They're... They're like your little shadows, you know? Totally. So that was really sweet. I never felt like his presence. Um, it was just something I saw in the picture. And it was definitely like even his colors were, were, yeah. Yeah, you, were that. You sent me the picture and I was, I showed yeah. him. We were like, oh my God. We I got, got so emotional. Yeah. Yeah. It was really sweet. Audio, right? Audio? Yeah, there's a little yes. audio, a little from the old man. <laughs> Permission to post that too, but I'm sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We'll have to look for the for the other stuff we talked about earlier. Yes, yes. That'd be great. I, I know where the where that video is. All right, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's sweet. Sweet. Nice. I, I have one more if you want to hear it. Yeah, totally. I'm not gonna sleep tonight. Oh, you'll be fine. So when I was 19, um. I, I went to Italy for first um, three school, months. Your school trip? Yeah, it was a school trip. Nice. And um, uh, during, so we just we took a day trip from Florence to uh, Naples, and then we we took a boat to to the island of Capri. And um, and it was it was quite a journey to do in one day. So we missed our our train coming home. And we had to get on a, a super late train. Um, so it was three in the morning, and my friend and I are—we are, feel like we're the only ones in the train. So we're we're being loud. We were singing. You're basically trying to keep us awake too, you know, to keep the spirits high. And um, and I I get up to sort of check myself in the mirror, but it's not a mirror. It's it's the the window that has a perfect reflection because it's dark outside and not the lights are on inside. And, um, and you know, the trains in Europe are basically just like a, a little room with, with seats and, um, and they're private, you know? Um, and so it's, I, I, I know that I'm alone with my friend in this little room, but when I look at the reflection, I can see a man sitting in, in one of the chairs. Mm. I turn back to look at the chair and the chair is empty. And then I look back in the reflection, and he's there. And he's, he's like, reading a book, looking down. And so I just basically say to my friend, like, we, we got to go. We got to go. And she looked at me, and she's like, what did you see? What did you see? And I, she, she's not like us. Like, she doesn't enjoy scary stories. Like, they really scare her, and she doesn't like it. So I didn't want to tell her, but she listened when I told her that we had to go, you know, to another compartment. Uh, and, um, and sure enough, yeah, we, you know, we, the, the whole train was empty. We were the only ones on there. 
Um, I, I think it might have been just like a spirit traveler making himself known because he didn't like us being loud or something. I don't know. Dude, <laughs> but that was the one and only time I what he passed away on that train. The Maybe same, the same seat he was in. He had ah, yeah, oh. yeah. Maybe. It was someone who enjoyed traveling. It was like yeah. <laughs> astral projecting over here. I know. They they say that with ghosts, there's there's the kind that that are sort of like intelligent that that seem to have a mind of their own that are sort of like living and reacting to the things around them, and then there's ghosts that are just sort of like going through the motions. It's almost like you're watching a recording of something. Um. And then there's, you know, things that have never been human, you know? And so it's interesting to hear the stories and try and make out, like, what are these things, you know? Like, who who was that man on the train? Like, was he a spirit? Or maybe it was just sort of, like, a recording of someone who had sat in that seat so many times before, and they just sort of, like, just kind of see that, that kind of, like, reverbation, you know? Is that a word for you? Mm, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of sad too. Cause it's like, what if they're stuck, you know, they can't cross over so to speak and they're stuck here and they're just, right. you know what I mean? And it's, it, and then it makes yeah, sense. But in between. Yeah. In yeah. Between purgatory, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, yeah. That's like, from yeah. Aspect, but then I, I believe Nicolette said something like a replay of history, like mm-hmm. the kind of right. like butterfly effect, like, or alternate universe. Yeah. Status. Or there, or there could be different dimensions. Exactly. And, yep. and we're just like seeing a silhouette of some sort of from that other dimension that's leaking through. Yeah. Yeah. I always mm-hmm. wonder like what, what it must be like from their point of view, like, you know, we might look like ghosts to them. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the time that I, that we heard that crazy crash coming from the kitchen or when I would hear him moving things around, like, like what, is he seeing his own stuff? Is he thinking that he's moving mine? Like, how is it that I can hear him? You know, it's just so bizarre. You know what that Like, reminds, and we'll never know, you know? That reminds what? me of the movie with Nicole Kidman, The Others. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's exactly the other thought about. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. I think that. it's underrated. I think people need to give it more hype. That's such a good movie. I haven't seen it in forever. We totally got to watch. We're gonna watch this. it right when we're done with yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't have work tomorrow. I know. <laughs> wow. That was amazing. That was so. Right, that's a lot of ghost stuff. That was Jeez. a lot of ghost stuff. I think I need to sage <laughs> the house now. <laughs> I feel like there's more though. I think there's going to be a part two to this. I think like, so. Well, yeah, like I said yeah. at the beginning, God talked to Michelle, too. And actually, yeah, Betty, she has some anxiety. Her mom, her mom um, had a lot of ghost stories that she would tell us. So you'll have to talk to her about it. Ask her about the cereal box, the haunted cereal box. Oh, yeah. Betty? Uh, yeah, Betty has, uh, she was, I mean, I'll quickly tell you, but she was eating cereal with her mom one late night. And you know when you leave the cereal box just kind of like in front of you as you're counting down mm-hmm. cereal in your bowl? She said that the box <laughs> the box started like shaking, oh, no. you know? And they were like, what the hell? So they were convinced that there was like a mouse inside the cereal box. So she quickly put the, you know, the cardboard lid on it and just like kind of held it tight and, 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 and ran to the laundry and just dumped all the cereal into the sink expecting a mouse. To like come out of that cereal box, and there was nothing. It was just cereal. It was just a trip that 
Yeah. Yeah, it's just so weird. Like, so why? Weird. You know? Okay. But yeah, that that cereal box is possessed by something. That's yeah. So weird. That'll definitely be part two of Go Betty Goes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Scary and cute. That was amazing, yeah. though. Thank cool. you so much for, oh my gosh, for joining us. Our first episode ever was a fucking hit. And I don't think I'm going to sleep tonight. And that means that was some good shit, you know? I'm, I'm going to off from work tomorrow for sure. Yeah. We're going to call off and stage the house. That's what we're going to do. All right. <laughs> Congratulations on the podcast, and and I'm definitely going to be a listener because it's my favorite topic, and uh, and I'm so honored to be on your first episode. Stay safe, and we'll we'll be back soon. Everybody will be back to normal at some point, so we'll hang tight until then and uh, tell ghost stories. We want to thank you for tuning in to our recent Scary Encounter with Hazy Chaos. We hope you enjoyed it. If you are not an artist or musician but would like to share a scary encounter you've experienced, please contact us via email at hazy.chaos at yahoo.com for a chance to be featured on one of our close-to-home episodes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.